0: Welcome to the Be Encouraged Today podcast. My name is Amber Davis and I help Christians kick the habit of being overwhelmed by planning and productivity so they can spend more time doing what they love with the people that they love the most, including their Heavenly Father. God transformed me from a corporate workaholic to a Christian wife, mom, and entrepreneur who stays productive while enjoying life with God and my family. And it is possible for you too. My passion is teaching. Christians how to plan with God to create what I call enjoyable productivity in their lives. And I am so excited that you're joining me for today's podcast. So get ready to be inspired, be productive, be fulfilled, be encouraged today. One of the easiest ways to listen to the Be Encouraged Today podcast is on Apple Podcast. You can also listen on Spotify. You can listen on Buzzsprout. There's so many different places and venues to listen. But on Apple Podcast, you can rate and review the podcast. And when you do that, it actually helps with the algorithms for more listeners to be touched by the podcast. So there's a greater reach when you rate and review podcasts. So it really helps for those those podcasts that you listen to the most, that you get the most out of, please consider rating and reviewing those podcasts as well as the Be Encouraged Today podcast. And I'm so grateful that I had a recent rate and review from Carly Ann ninety five, and this is what she says about the Be Encouraged Today podcast: Five stars. Amber is super inspiring and easy to listen to. Highly recommend. Also, quick episodes are perfect to listen to in the morning while getting ready. Great way to start the day. Thank you so much Carly and 95 for rating and reviewing this podcast. I appreciate it so much and I pray blessings over you for you to be inspired, be productive, be fulfilled, be encouraged today and every day with your walk with Jesus. I pray in Jesus' mighty name that you come to know the plans that God has for you, to prosper you and not to harm you, to give you hope and a future. Thank you so much, Carly Ann 95 for rating and reviewing this podcast. Anybody else that's listening, to go out and listen on Apple Podcasts, if that's the venue that you listen to, and please consider rating and reviewing Be Encouraged Day Podcast. All right, let's get started on today's episode. When I am recording this, it is May and summer is just around the corner. But no matter when you're listening to this episode, a new season is going to come your way. I want to encourage you on how to be able to refresh when you go into a new season. And specifically, I'm talking about the, the seasons of the year. So today, I want to be able to encourage you on how to refresh in your new season. So, what do I mean by refresh? Well, think about it this way: Have you ever fluffed a pillow? You see, these people talk talk and teach about how to be able to refresh spaces, and one of the ways that they do that is by you know shaking the pillows or you know uh, fluffing the pillows so that they can be able to. You know, refresh that couch space or that chair space. Or maybe you've heard of shaking a rug. Have you ever shaken a rug? I don't know if that's a thing anymore. I know some people may do that still. But when I was growing up, I lived in the city in Fort Worth, Dallas area in Texas when I was growing up. But when I was about 10 years old, we moved, nine years old, we moved to what I say, the middle of nowhere, Kansas. I mean, we were out on a farm. And all the years that we lived out in Kansas, we had rugs, these big areas. Rugs and you know, living on a farm, living out in the country, you drag in a lot of dust and dirt on your shoes, and so you have to shake out the rugs. And we actually would take the rugs out. My husband calls these little house on the prairie stories because he's like, That did not happen. You saw that on Little House on the Prairie, but it did happen. This is how I lived my life when we lived in Kansas. So we would take these rugs, we would drag them outside, we would flop them over the clotheslines, and then we would take these antique rugs. Beaters, so they, they look almost like giant tennis rackets without the wood on the outside, and it's just the metal, and you would just beat the dirt right out of those rugs. And it was so interesting because you would you would shake the rug and you would beat it, and these are heavy rugs, and you would beat that dirt, and you would see the dirt fly and the Kansas wind, it would blow away. You would just beat it until you could get as much of that dirt and dust off of that rug, and then you would position the rug and move it around so that you could get all of the dust off of it. So we shake off all that dirt, all that dog hair, all that yucky stuff that was on the bottom of our shoes. And in doing so, we loosened the fibers, making it seem newer. Like when you would shake it, it would loosen all that dirt up, but it would also loosen the fibers of the rug itself. And so it would make it look like newer not brand new but newer and refreshed it would even lighten the material because the dirt that was on it made it a dingier color so it lightened up the material and it actually dropped the weight from the time that we would take it and drag it out into the clothesline from the time that we would drag it back in the house it actually weighed a little bit less because it would lighten the load because of the dirt that was on it so we'd shake it loosen it lighten it and drop the weight So as I was thinking about this podcast, I was thinking about that story. I was thinking about when we used to beat those rugs. And I'll say that again. We shake it, loosen it, lighten it, and drop the weight. So how do we do this when it comes to planning, when it comes to Christian planning and productivity? How do we shake it, loosen it, lighten it, and drop the weight and the overwhelm of planning and productivity? So I'm going to give you four refreshing summer planning tips that will help you be able to do this. But these can be applied to any season. Because I'm recording this in May, we'll call it four refreshing summer planning tips. But first, the first thing that I want you to do is I want you, after this podcast is over, I want you to go listen to episode number five. Episode number five is called, I do not plan. And you might be thinking, Amber, you are a Christian productivity and planning coach. Why in the world would you tell me, I do not plan? Check out that podcast because it is going to definitely refresh you for the summer or any season that you're listening to this. It's going to help you switch the mindset of planning and generating a plan with the Lord. So check out episode number five. After you listen to this podcast, jump on over to episode number five to get refreshed with I do not plan. So let's jump back into it with shake it, loosen it, lighten it, and drop the weight so that we can get into four refreshing summer planning tips. Planning tip number one, pray. Here's an episode that I did back in episode number 19, and I just read a series of planning scriptures. So this is a great episode that you can just pop on when you're doing the dishes, when you're driving, when you're doing something else, but it's planning scriptures, episode number 19. I just read a lot of planning scriptures. These are great scriptures to speak over yourself when you're praying before you jump into a new season or as you're jumping into a new season, pray, pray and ask God for wisdom, I love this scripture. This is one of my favorite scriptures about planning and seeking God. A wise man will hear and increase learning, and a man of understanding will attain wise counsel. Proverbs 1, 5. I love this scripture. I speak this scripture regularly. I put it in first person. So when I I pray this scripture, I'll pray, I hear your voice. I increase in learning. I'm a woman of understanding and I attain wise counsel. Thank you, Lord. I'm listening to you. I hear your voice. I increase in learning. I'm a woman of understanding. Thank you for showing me what I need to do next. What's my next step? Where do I need to go from here? Where are my priorities? That is a great scripture to pray over yourself. Again, that's Proverbs 1 5 I'll put that in the show notes. One of the things that I do when it comes to praying is before you jump into a new season, fast, journal, repeat. Fast, journal, repeat. For my subscribers, on my email subscribers, I actually send them a Tuesday tip with a challenge. This was a recent challenge that we did was to fast, journal, and repeat. And what I mean by that is that it doesn't have to be some crazy long fast. It could just be one thing. It could be one food item. It could be media. It could be the news. It could be a habit that you do that is not necessarily great. I don't, I don't know what it is, but fast something that when you go to do that something, Replace it with praying, replace it with journaling fast whatever it is that you're going to fast maybe it's one to two to three days oftentimes that when i do this when i'm jumping into a new season for about three days i'll fast something and i'll use that time to pray and then i'll journal i'll write down what wisdom that i'm getting from the lord because you will forget it i will forget it if we don't write it down that we often will forget what we learn and it's really important to write it down and i journal on a Google Docs page that I I have a Google Docs page. I've I've journaled like this for a long time during my prayer time in the morning, right after my prayer time, regularly, not every day, but regularly, I'll type in a scripture that God gives me and then a little note. But when I'm fasting when I'm jumping into a new season, I definitely am intentional about this and I'll text message myself or call myself if I'm like jogging, let's say, and I don't have a notepad and God downloads something into my heart because often when you fast, it's amazing. Like you just get a flood of wisdom. Maybe the first day, Often the second day, for sure on the third day. It's amazing how much that God will download to you, and you want to collect that information so you don't forget it. So, journal it, write it down, and then repeat. Just keep doing this for the days that you fast, and do that for. You know, you could do that for 24 hours. I've just found personally, and it's just different for different people, about three days to a week helps me to be able to jump into a new season, whether it's a new season on the calendar or a new season in life that I'm jumping into, or if I've got to make a major decision, that helps me. So number one out of the four refreshing summer planning tips is pray. Number two, purge. I call it purge to be productive. Now, four times out of the year, I purge. It used to be three times out of the year. You can listen to episode number two. I actually have three thoughts on how to be able to launch into a productive season. And one of the main things in that episode is purge. And in that episode, I talk about three times a year that I purge. I've added a fourth, but it's kind of a mini purge. But I, I purge four times a year. And what do I mean by purge? I'm talking about three physical stuff or software things. So I'll just take you through kind of how I do that. Uh, Starting like in the calendar year, like we're starting in January. One of the things that I do is I, I purge right before January or right at January is I purge getting ready for the new season. Like maybe that is I'm purging notes and planners and I'm jumping into a new season. i Typically do this now at the end of December before I jump into January, so I'm purging some. In May is I purge when it comes to school and when it comes to ministry because my ministry calendar and my church runs the school year. And then I homeschool my children, and I also teach at a homeschool tutorials, and that obviously runs the school year from August to April to May. And so what I do is I purge. I purge. We have a homeschool closet, and I pull, you know, not everything out, but a lot of things out. I declutter it, and then that way that I'm ready to stock it with the new season. I purge old emails that have to do with schooling or ministry. And I have a lot of tips around email and file organization in my four-week Get Organized Make Your All Small course. So you can check that out on beencouragetoday.com. Purge. Purge to be productive. It's great to be able to declutter our brains and our spaces in order for us to be able to move into a new season. And actually, there is some health to that when it comes to purging and decluttering, that when you see clutter either actual physical clutter or on your screen in your inbox like let's say you have a hundred to a thousand to three thousand emails when you see clutter emails, when you see clutter in spaces, it actually, scientifically, they've shown that it produces a stress hormone called cortisol in your body that causes you to have all kinds of different challenges. And so not even just because it looks nicer, but it actually helps you to purge in order for you to be productive. So I've shared a lot of resources, links, and other resources that will help you, and I'll put those in the show notes as well. So the number three out of the four refreshing summer planning tips. So first you wanna pray, then you wanna purge. Now, number three is you start a project. So here's my question for you. What are you passionate about? What is something that you're passionate about? Maybe your passion is that you wanna write a book. Maybe your passion is you wanna start a business. Maybe your passion is that you want to put in a fire pit patio. We did that a few years ago. Maybe your passion is that you want to buy a house. Maybe you want to sell your house. I don't know what your passion is. Maybe the passion that has been put on you is to take care of your elderly parents and that you didn't see this coming necessarily, the way or the timing that it's coming, but now it's a passion because you love them. Whatever passion project that you have are coming your way, ask yourself what what is your passion? What what kind of passion project do you have? Because a summertime is a great time to start a project. And of course, when we start something as Christians, we need to finish 2 Corinthians 8, 11 through 12 talks about now finish the work. It's one of my favorite scriptures. But we want to declutter our minds and free up our spaces because once you do that, once you pray and once you purge, I guarantee you that God is going to put a project on your heart because that's how he worked. You prayed, you asked for advice, you've decluttered spaces, and now he can fill that up with something that you're passionate about. And that's exciting. So Four things that prevent us from pursuing a passion project. Check it out. There are four things that prevent us from starting one. So if you're listening to this podcast and you're like, hmm, Amber... I don't even, I don't know about starting a passion project. I guarantee it's probably one of these four things. So go to beencouragedtoday.com forward slash passion project. I have some free resources in 10 days. There's a download that you download. And in 10 days, I help you to be able to conquer those four things that try to prevent us from pursuing a passion project in a way that helps you identify what your strengths are and funnel down to one particular passion project. So check it out. BeencouragedToday.com forward slash passion project. I'll put a link in the show notes for that. So again, we've got number one, we pray. Once we pray, then we purge. We're decluttering our spaces. And number three, we then can identify a project that we want to work on. So then what's number four out of the four refreshing summer planning tips? Number four is perseverance. So these are four P's, right? Pray, purge, project, and now perseverance. Once you've identified a project that you're going to work on, now it's time to decide, you know what? I'm going to finish what I start. How do you finish what you start? Oh my goodness. You got to check out episode number 12 with my sweet friend and guest, Alicia Fleming. It is titled, Never Give Up. Wow, that's a great title, right? Never give up with Alicia Fleming. For years, she had challenges. I mean, like serious challenges in life. Come tackle her. She was trying to write a book. She had all these things try to stop her from doing it. And she persevered. So if you want a shot in the arm of perseverance, check out episode number 12 with Alicia Fleming. Never give up. It's awesome. One of the best ways you can persevere is keep your vision The vision that God gives you, the idea, that dream in front of you. I love this scripture. Then the Lord answered me and said, write the vision and make it plain on tablets that he may run who reads it, Habakkuk 2.2. And that's in the New King James Version. But let's break down the scripture because I love this scripture when it comes to vision. Then the Lord answered me. How did he answer you? Well, he answered you because you did number one on the four refreshing summer planning tips, which is pray. He's not gonna answer you if you don't ask him. God is a gentleman and he wants you to seek him. So ask him, seek him, pray, And then he answers you. And then I love this part. And said, so the Lord answered me and said, well, how do you know what he said? In order to know what God said, we have to be still and listen. We need to take notes. We need to write down so we don't forget what he said. So that's another part of that is that we want to be able to pray, but we need to be able to listen. And what did he say? He said to write the vision and make it plain. (laughs) not complicated. He didn't say it had to be all complicated and it looked like a big collage and it turned into wallpaper and a lot of vision boards out there. They look like that, but that's not what God said to do. He said to make it plain, make, keep it simple, keep it very simple and put it on tablets. Tablets is, you know, back then when this was written, a tablet is like a big stone block that had something written that you could read it clearly. It's not like a tablet, like our phone is a tablet. If it's hard to read, you want something that you can post up that you can look at often. And then you can run with it because you're seeing it. You're seeing it in front of you. And actually in my Make Your All Small Get Organized course, I teach my students in the very first week, we actually design and make your own vision board. I have four quadrants We keep it very simple that you want it to be able to be seen. You want it to be simple. You want it to be able to be where you can put it up and you can actually run with it. A lot of these vision boards are just something that you look upon and it looks cluttered, but then you don't really use it. And when you don't use it, it becomes wallpaper. So I teach my students how to be able to use it daily and make it a workable, a serviceable is what I call it, vision board. So, those are the four P's, the four P's when it comes to four refreshing summer planning tips. This can be applied at any time of the year, but as we jump into summer, since I'm recording this in May, I just encourage you to be able to pray, then purge, choose a project, identify a project with God to work on this summer, and then have perseverance finish that project, no matter what it is. Get it launched, get it going finish that project. But do you want to know what my number one productivity tip is? My number one productivity tip above all of my productivity tips is how to meet with yourself every single week so that you can actually generate a plan with the Lord so that these things don't just float away and you actually make these things happen. You create a discipline in your life to meet with yourself. If you listen to the Be Encouraged Day podcast, you know this is something that I talk about all the time because this is the number one thing that'll transform your life when it comes to Christian planning and productivity. If you just meet with yourself with the Lord for 30 to 45 minutes at the beginning of your week. And I have a whole guide and checklist on how to be able to do that. So I've shared so many resources. This episode, I think, is probably stocked full of more resources than any other episode that I've done. And I don't want to overwhelm you, but I do want to encourage you. I want you to know that you're not alone. I want you to know that I am honored to mentor you as a Christian and planning planning and productivity coach and I don't take that lightly. I pray over you and I'm constantly looking at resources and designing resources that'll help you and that is why I've stocked this episode full of these resources. So check it out, check in the show notes and I would love for you to check out how to get started first off by meeting with yourself and I'm going to share some details here start laying out the groundwork for enjoyable productivity each week by downloading my number one productivity tip guide and checklist. This is my gift to you. You can go to beencouragedoday.com. I'm going to put a link in the show notes because this approach, this number one productivity tip has transformed my Christian life for planning and productivity, and I want it to be able to help you. So today, if you have not already my number one productivity tip checklist and guide. Check it out today. I am so excited that you joined with me today. I believe in you and the plans that God has for you. You are not alone. I am here to be able to help you. When that planning and that productivity start to overwhelm you, know that you have an ally. Look for my resources. Thank you for listening. And always remember to be inspired, Be productive, be fulfilled, be encouraged today.